1: Two-time U.S. champion, two-time NCAA champion in 2020. Actually, four-time NCAA champion. Well, five if you count, if you count the team title. Uh, a lot of championing going on here for Javon Harrison of LSU. Uh, first of all, Javon, thanks for joining the podcast. How has the past few days been? How was your 4th of July weekend, kind of coming off of that high of qualifying for the Olympics in two events?
0: It's been good. I've been enjoying, I guess you could call it, the fruits of my labor I've I had a great 4th of July, hang out with some friends, ate some good food, and we started back practice. So, you know, everything's going good so far.
1: So coming off of uh, the big double, you recently announced that you were going to go your eligibility and go pro. Talk a little bit about the decision to uh, not do one more year at LSU and uh, your excitement about kind of pursuing your career dreams of being a professional track and field athlete.
0: Uh, the decision came because I, I really felt like I have done almost every everything I could do in college track. So it's like I don't – I just couldn't see anything else, like besides the collegiate record. Like I guess that, that could be the one thing that I missed out I missed out on not getting, not being able to accomplish. And, I mean, if I win the Bowerman, you know, if, if I win the Bowerman, then it really will just be a collegiate record that I just don't have under my belt. So – I mean, my mom and I sat down, we talked about it, me and my family, and we were just like, "This it's time. It's time that I go pro. So we made the decision. Uh, I announced that I was foregoing my last year, and everything is coming together.
1: The, around the same time they announced you're going pro, uh, the NCA announced the change with name, image, likeness. What yeah. was your reaction to that new ruling and – obviously was did that make you think about hey maybe i could be an have a name image likeness contract and still pursue a collegiate record like how did you react to that that news that went down on july 1st
0: i definitely wish they would have had it earlier but it was definitely a thought you know name image and image, image and likeness you know that there, there's a there's a lot of avenues you can go with that but Mm, I just I just decided that it, I think being pro would be better. What is your uh, would, would have been a better decision for?
1: Sorry, I think you broke up a little bit. What what what's uh, your plan for how you're going to uh, train as a pro? Are you going to stay in Baton Rouge? What's like your have you thought about who's going to coach you throughout your next few years as a pro?
0: My motto is if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So I'll be right here in good old Baton Rouge training.
1: Nice, nice, nice. So you get a lot of questions a lot about the double, right? It's like, oh, it's never been done. Jim Thorpe, you're, how do you train? Is it 50-50? Which event do you like more? What's, the, right. what's the, the number one question that you get asked about this uniqueness of what you're doing with the long jump and high jump that you keep on having to repeat yourself when talking about? What's like the, the, the number one question you get asked from the media about being a long jump, high jump doubler?
0: If I had to choose which one would I choose? That's the that's the most frequently asked question. Or which one do I like more? It's 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 some it's some version of that question. I get asked that so much. Like it never fails.
1: Why do you think they keep on keep asking you that to make you kind of pick your favorite child in a way?
0: I think it's because it's just so rare, they feel like I have to have some I have to have a favorite. I mean, if you would have asked me in, I want to say like 2018, my freshman year, definitely would have said high jump. 100%, without a doubt, I would have said high jump. I was better at high jump. I wasn't having too much fun in long jump because I wasn't, I was getting beat by every, well not by everybody, but I just wasn't, I wasn't jumping as far as everybody else. So freshman year, definitely would have said high jump. After sophomore year, once I cleaned everything up and I got everything together in both events, I started, I built a love for both events. So it's like, now I can't choose. Like you said, it's like picking your favorite child. Like I, I just can't pick which one I like more. They both give me something different.
1: What do you think It's the reason that you have gotten this far in your career to excel in both events without the temptation to kind of leave the high jump or leave the long jump to focus all in on one event? You know, typically, you know, kids in high school – they try everything, see what they're good at, and then they and then they kind of narrow in. What was it about your journey from high school through college that allowed you to never give up on either of <clears> them? <throat>
0: Excuse me. I'll say just me as a person. When I was recruited to LSU, I was recruited for high jump and long jump was supposed to be a buffer to give me a break from from high jump. And whatever I do, I want to be the best at and I want to perform to the best of my ability. So I mean, yeah, it was supposed to be a buffer, but if I'm in a competition, if I'm in a long jump competition, whether or not it's to give me a break or not, I want to win. You feel me? So it's like I had to, I have that mindset of always wanting to win and be the best at what I'm doing. So when I applied that to both the events, it kind of just became a thing where like, I was working hard and then everything just started falling into place.
1: Throughout these three plus years, have you been like waiting for one of the events to kind of emerge? Like see someone like kind of surpass you in the long jump. It's like, all right, maybe I'm not the best in the long jump or in the high jump. Like, have you been waiting for like kind of fate to make you pick one? Are you kind of surprised that fate has continued to allow you to be the best in not just the country, but ultimately you could say the world in both
0: I wouldn't say I'm waiting on fate because I don't think fate is ever going to do that. Uh, I wholeheartedly feel like no matter what happens, I'm going to always do both.
1: Nice. So let's talk a little bit about um, the, the Olympics coming up. I was looking at the schedule. Obviously, when it comes to high jump, long jump, everyone thinks about schedule. at The trials, you had to do it both on the same day. But I saw something unique, which I'm sure you probably know about. Mm-hmm. Looking at the schedule for Tokyo, Friday, high jump prelim in the morning, mm-hmm. Saturday, long jump prelim at night, Sunday, long jump, I'm mean, excuse me, high jump final. So, so far it's good, but here's the thing you have a high jump final on a Sunday night, mm-hmm. and then Monday's long jump final is in the morning. Now, right. assuming you have a good competition, that high jump final could go long. You could be celebrating winning an Olympic medal. How are you going to handle Sunday night coming off of maybe potentially having done something incredible like winning an Olympic medal and knowing you need to get some rest because you got to come back the next morning? Have you thought about that, like, 12-hour time frame between Sunday and Monday?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, my, my coach and I have sat down and thought about everything. So there will be no celebrating. Like, yeah, I'll take some pictures. I'll be happy. Uh, I'll I'll be calling my family and everything, but there won't be any – real celebrate, like there's not going to be any real celebrating until after Monday when business is done. Cause it, it, at that point it's, it's a business trip. So I got to handle my business and then all, all the fun stuff can come after I've handled my business.
1: How are you going to fall asleep? Are you going to be able to fall asleep that night? You're going to be like,
0: oh, if I'm tired, I'm tired. I'm, my face hit that pillow after I take a shower, it's over with. <laughs> I
1: are you, uh, are you, are you kind of happy with the way the schedule is with having the high jump first versus the long jump? Like if you could have a dream scenario of the order of operations for this double is the way that it's playing out what you want or is it an, more an ideal situation for you?
0: On days that I do both on the same day, I prefer it to be high jump first, then long jump because I feel like high jump, I feel like long jump takes more of my energy than high jump does. So, you know, I mean, and, and that, that's not to say like, you know, what I'm saying high jump doesn't take a lot of energy, but there's just a difference in like the way I, you approach the bar, like a full on sprint versus a, a push out and a bound, not a bound, but like an upright bouncy run, like a, a sprint down the runway just takes more out of you. So, I like to have high jump first, then long jump. So I like the way the schedule is set up. I will, even though they're all on different days, which is also very great for me. It gives my body time to rest. I can get treatment. I do like high jump first, then long jump.
1: Looking at the competition, if you look at like top PBs back from 2019 to present, so like the past 2020 was kind of a half a year, but two and a half plus years. You're basically fourth in the descending order list in both the long jump and the high jump. So right there in metal contention, one centimeter behind three guys who jumped 237 in the high jump. Obviously, Gale, he's jumped 869, I think that two years ago. But how focused are you on the competition uh, in order to kind of see where you're at? Or are you kind of really not – you've been in the NCAA world your entire career, you doubt against the the US guys, but you never really gone up against the bar schemes of this world, the Gale. Like, how are you preparing to go up against people you've never shared a runway with?
0: I mean, it's, it's business as usual. I mean, it's a competition. I know what I'm there to do. I know what my abilities are. So I really don't worry about my competition. I definitely make a mental note of this is going to be a harder competition. So, you know, focus in a little more, concentrate a little more, but you know, sharpen out the, 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 t- the small aspects of your technique. But as far as like, I don't really stress over the people who I'm competing against because if anything, I enjoy competition. So having tough and stiff competition is going to make me perform better. So I I really look forward to having a uh, stiff competition. I look forward to going up, as you said, against the Barshines and the Tajay Gales of the track community in jumps.
1: Are you, uh, What's the one thing you're looking forward to most about going to Tokyo? Obviously, you're there on a job to try to win multiple medals and have fun representing US for the first time at the Olympics, but is there any like kind of personal excitement that you have for going to your first Olympics?
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, grew, I grew up watching the the Olympics, so it's definitely it's definitely something that's going to be surreal when I'm actually there. And it's in Tokyo of all places. Like, I've always wanted to go to Tokyo. Now, I don't know what the restrictions are going to be. I don't know if we're going to be able to roam around Tokyo a little bit. I don't know if we're going to be able to, like, see any sites or do anything. The way it's looking, probably not because they are very strict with their COVID protocols. So we'll probably be confined to the Olympic Village. But just, you know, I am looking forward to being in Tokyo. Hopefully I get to see a little bit, though, because I do want to see Japan a little bit
1: why uh japan why are you excited about going to tokyo what do you like about that you say you like oh, oh it's cool that's in tokyo like what's so special about tokyo to you like what are you excited about
0: um i'm a little bit of a nerd i watch a lot of anime so you know going to a place where it was created seeing what just seeing just all the stuff that i've seen on tv that dealing with tokyo like the the, the way the city is the way the culture is stuff like that is what excites me about going to Tokyo but again I might not get to experience any of it so you know I'm have to definitely double back if uh if they don't allow us to do much in Tokyo
1: well luckily we'll still be there for a few more days after that Monday so Olympics is two weeks long you're competing for four days maybe find find a way to get something in should be good I oh you they know. did a
0: you don't know yet they uh i don't know if you know this but we can only be in tokyo i think it's 48 hours after we compete so we have to leave uh oh really run competing yeah you have 48 hours to leave like you you can stay up to 48 hours after you're done competing and then you have to leave
1: that's that's wild because they just want to get as little many people as possible
0: yeah so you we fly in you can fly in i think it's like i think it's like four or five days before you compete and then you have to then after you're done competing you have 48 hours before you have to leave i think if our if i remember correctly that's what they told us in processing
1: so what if you don't leave what do they like, think they, they take you out like they, they have I, security it, come in and
0: i mean we have to have an app on our phone so they can track us so they'll know where you are
1: oh wow
0: yeah that's wild. yeah they're not playing in tokyo they not
1: <laughs> they're not playing well um so, obviously, you're there for the high jump, right? Uh, athletic feat of jumping high. There's another. There's going to be a bunch of other athletes there who are really good at jumping high, but they do it with the ball in their hand. Team USA will be there. Have you thought about trying to find a way to happen to run into any other, like, star athletes? Obviously, you've been around the track and field world, but seeing, like, a Kevin Durant walk by or someone like a Simone Biles, like, are you excited about potentially seeing other, like, famous non-track athletes in the Olympic Village?
0: Definitely. I definitely look forward to whoever I run into at the Olympic Village, whether, like you said, it be Simone Biles or Kevin Durant. LeBron, if he decides to uh, go to the Olympics, you know, it'll be fun. And I'll definitely enjoy meeting those other athletes who are also at, like, the pinnacle of their their sport.
1: Have you thought about potentially trying to find a – a basketball court and challenge one of the NBA guys to a slam dunk contest. I'm sure you got would, better ups than them.
0: That would actually, that, that's actually a good idea. That would be a lot of fun. I feel like I get a lot of views for that. I feel like, <laughs> I feel sure. like that, especially if I win, I feel like, I feel like that, 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 that'd be, that'd be something.
1: I think they would want to challenge you, right? They'd be like, yeah, I want to go up against the Olympic gold medalist in the high jump. <laughs> they would want to, they'd be like, "They maybe they want you to be their 13th man. Okay, we need someone who just get an alley oop, and and you're the guy for like you know a closing second. You know maybe the coach uh, get you as a, an alternative, alternative.
0: And they want to make me an honorary member of the team. They can do that. I'm I'm not against it.
1: Cool, cool. So I was thinking about I was looking at your um. People always say it's weird how not weird, but like the uniqueness of what you're doing, right? Being long jump and high jump. We don't see it often. You normally see a 100, 200 guy or a 5K, 10K person, but not high jump, long jump. Uh, I was looking at your high school, and you were dabbled in a little bit in the hurdles, in the 100 hurdles, 300 hurdles. What? Uh, where did that come from, and have you ever thought about getting back into that realm? I know you're now former team at Sean Burrell. He picked up the 400 hurdles for the first time at LSU and was like, boom, he was a master. So what's your – relationship with the hurdles right now
0: the hurdles are i don't even know what to call the hurdles uh <laughs> my you guys where it came from my mom was a 400 hurdler in college and I, my school needed points and i did i did what my school needed so they needed a one they needed a 110 hurdler and a 300 hurdler i personally like you, I'm sure you've seen the times I was not very good at the 110 hurdles, so that just is what it is. You know, I was running like 14 seconds, and you need to be running like 13 seconds in the hurdles, so there's that. I enjoyed the 300 hurdles, though. I'm not, I've i said this before in an interview if I had to pick an actual track event to do, it would be the 400 hurdles.
1: Yeah, I mean, even though the time you're still winning state with it, I mean, you did you score 40 points at state one time your senior year? Yes, sir. So I mean, I guess you didn't need need extra help from you. They're like 20s enough because we had a bunch right. of other guys on the squad. All
0: right. I mean, but I, you know, I'm not gonna say I'd get back into the hurdles because, like I said, I'm going pro and I'm not gonna just go out there and embarrass myself. But if if I was to pick a track event to do, like if I had to get rid of jumps and pick a track event to do, it would be the 400 there's just something about it I find fun, or and enjoyable. So,
1: what do you have? You done a time trial like of a four hundred recently at all? Like in practice, yeah. like mm. done any running type stuff? No,
0: no. Mm. It's, it's been a. Look, I haven't been. I haven't been to. Uh, I haven't been in BR for a while. You know, it's been it's been almost a whole month. So I can't even remember last time we did a, a time trial.
1: What could you run a four hundred in right now?
0: What What could I run a four hundred in?
1: Yeah, you don't have you don't run it in, in actual track meets, but in practice, have you ever been asked to like run a fast hundred, two hundred, or four hundred in practice?
0: I mean, we do we do one twenties and one fifties, but they're like like he gives us we get given a certain time frame in which we have to come through it. So like it's not all out. So I really couldn't tell you what I would run and what my conditioning is at this state right now. It would be interesting though. I'd actually like to find out. I might have to try it. See what happens. You could break 50 seconds, right? In the 400? Sure. I, yeah. I, I mean, if I couldn't do that, then that is just sad.
1: <laughs> well, I was, I was thinking about it. You, so your high jump and long jump PBs, mm-hmm. now before I say it, don't freak out when I say this, but that scores 2,334 points in the decathlon in those two events alone. So all you would need is to average about like 760 uh, points in eight other events, and you'd be a like, legitimate world-class decathlete. I, I, so I, I kind of did the math out. Do you think you could run faster or throw better than these marks? Do you think you could run faster than 11, 48, and 100? Yes. Yeah, so boom, that's, that means you're, you're even better. Could you throw 14 meters in a shot put? I think you could do that.
0: I don't know how far 14 meters is in the shot put. So, I mean, we'd have to see. We'd have to see. We'd, we'd have to, like, mark it out, and then I could tell you. But Okay. Maybe.
1: So that one is a, a maybe. Maybe. The 400, you need to run 51 seconds. You can oh, smash that. We got that. Right? Yeah. Okay. 110 hurdles, 15.7 seconds. You could beat that.
0: Yeah. I, mean, I ain't hurtled in a while, but, you know, we, 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 we could put something together.
1: Okay. Discus and javelin, it's we don't know. I mean, 44 meters and 61 meters. I mean, you probably have no idea what you can do, right? And then pole vault is 4.5 meters. That, I don't know. Oh. You probably – You get any training well, Mondo a, from Mondo from a year Yeah. I'm, I'm going to hit
0: up Mondo and coach me up real quick. There you go. And then the 1500, 428
1: in a 1500. Can you do that?
0: Ooh, that, that, that's going to take some practice. We, 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 I'm going to I'm gonna have to hit up our business coach and have him give me some workouts because,
1: But what I'm saying is you clearly have shown you can high jump and long jump on the same day. You can make up a lot of points in the 100 and 400 because you say you got that speed. You you have experience with the hurdles, 110 hurdles. I'm telling you, man, maybe 2024, you're the next Ash Neaton and you're, and you're doing the decathlon. Just think about know. it. Just think we'll, about we'll it. think about it. We'll think about it. <laughs> I do. Th- I did the same thing. I try to get Grant Holloway to become a decathlete because he did the hurdles and four hundred, and he's like, "Get out of here." So, it makes yeah. sense for most people to be like, "Get out of here." I ain't doing ten events. Two's enough. Yeah, it's too much. <laughs> so, uh, what? Uh, have you expected to be where you are this early on in your career, like? You kind of had like the slow buildup in, in college where, you know, making NCAs in both events, then you're getting like third in both events, and then now you're, you're winning, but you just didn't go from winning an NCA. You went from winning an NCA to also winning in the U.S. at the same time and having marks that are arguably top tier in the world. Did you expect to be where you are this quick in your career?
0: Yes and no. I mean, I, I I put in a lot of hard work, so I, I expect my hard work to pay off. Now, how soon it pays off, I didn't expect it to pay off. I didn't even want to say this soon because I don't know what would have happened last year because I felt very good going into indoor nationals last year. So I might have been able to jump just as well last year but I'm not taking anything away from the fact that I did get an extra year to train and, and iron out some things. So it didn't really, re- I'm not gonna say it really surprised me in terms of how fast, but it was definitely something that, that I was happy to see and happy to see the hard work pay off.
1: What, uh, what do you plan on doing after the Olympics? Do you plan on um continuing on in the rest of the summer, shut it down? Cause you've, Kind of been jumping and I guess jumping and jumping in two different directions a lot this this year in 2021. Vacation. Okay. Where's vacation? Where's vacation? Somewhere.
0: Somewhere that's not somewhere that's not where I'm at right now. Just somewhere. Somewhere where there's a beach and a lot of fun.
1: Beach and fun. Beach and fun. fun. So are you talking about like the Mediterranean, or talking about the Gulf of Mexico, or are talking Atlantic, Pacific Ocean. It could be
0: Miami. It could be California. It could be Mexico. It could be an island somewhere. It, I don't know. It's gonna be somewhere though.
1: That's and you just I- need to, You just want to put up your feet and not like be on them for like a long period of time. Facts. You feel me? Like I just want to. I just want to
0: lay down, relax, kick my feet up, and just give my legs a break.
1: Yeah, your legs are be like, hey, man, I'm not, I'm not supposed to be doing this much jumping. Like, you probably jump more than anyone else has ever jumped. Your legs aren't used to it, right? They're, they they're never talk back to you and be like, hey, man, not today. We're not jumping today?
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. There's definitely been some days my legs are just like, you know what? Today is not the day. We're we going to try again tomorrow. And I got to tell coach, hey, my, my legs just not feeling it today. My, my legs are not feeling it. And we're going to we gonna have to rotate the schedule around because they just – today's is not the day
1: when those days happen when you feel like you just don't have it what do you kind of focus on instead uh, athletically and just also like um, personally like what do you do when you're not jumping and training and doing all the things that get you to where you are You talked about like anime is it like video games like what are you doing on the side when you're ah. not when you're not focused on track I got you.
0: Yeah, I watch, I watch some anime, I'll probably hop on the the PS5, play with the guys. Uh, lay back and watch TV, listen to music, probably hang out with some friends outside of uh the house. You know, just is just just stuff to get my mind off track.
1: Yeah, are there any like side sports you like playing like pick up basketball, basketball, basketball?
0: So, nice little hobby. Nice
1: little hobby do you ever use your physical ability to kind of impress people without them knowing your capability? Because, you know, high jump isn't the marquee event out, right. you know, outside our track and field community. So been any times you've kind of used your ability to kind of wow people on the playground, whether it was in high school or college, or just weird moments like jumping over a fire hydrant or something like that.
0: Definitely done multiple things like that. And sometimes when I go play basketball, you know, some people don't know who I am. So it, you know, I'll go up and grab a rebound and then people will just be looking like, oh wow. Or I'll dunk the basketball and they'll just be looking like, oh wow. And it's just it, it's funny to me because like obviously I know like what I can do, but seeing other people be like just surprised by it, it's 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 a funny feeling. It's funny to see.
1: Have you have you heard of ever parkour? Have you heard of parkour? Yes, I have. Yeah. So you would think world-class and horizontal and vertical jumping would be it's basically the definition of the greatest parkour person ever. Yeah, no. For those who don't know, parkour is jumping and through different concrete elements on the on the street.
0: Jumping, slipping, so, balance is uh, it's not for me.
1: Not for you? But do you do I, crazy I, parkour I, stuff? No? You tried it?
0: I've I've tried parkour. Mm, coach, don't get mad at me if you see this. Uh it was probably like my senior year of high school going into my freshman year of college. Me and a friend, we just we just we just wanted to see what it was talking about. We had we had seen a little video. It it's not easy. It's not it's not easy at all. And it's it, you need a lot of endurance and a lot of upper body strength for some of the things you have to do for parkour.
1: Yeah, I guess you're like jump in, and it's a little bit – it's like climbing as well in a, in a weird way. Yeah. yeah. But, so we're thinking uh, – obviously, focus on the Olympics, and I'm going to let you focus on that. But as a fan, I'm going to be thinking outside the box. Obviously, I want you to win gold in both. But have you thought about, like, figuring out any other cool like, – could you like do, like a, like, a weird stunt, like jump over, like, a car or something? I don't know. I feel like there's some – Weird way you can use your two point three meter, height and your you know your eight meter length to turn it into something crazy that no one has ever seen, like jumping over like a limousine vertically or horizontal. I don't know. Have you like thought about like how to turn this into like a weird viral video?
0: Not yet, but you've definitely put the thought in my head. So we'll we'll see what happens.
1: Okay. Well, don't get hurt. If if you get hurt then I wasn't responsible. Oh, no. I don't want to take no, for that.
0: No, no, no. I definitely it definitely would be something that is talked
1: about, planned out and
0: have had many trial runs to make sure nothing goes wrong.
1: Yeah, cuz sometimes I see like I'm sure you've seen this on Twitter, you might see like a random viral video of someone jumping across the street and a lot of track Twitter's like, "Come on, that's what, you know, division Three, eighth eighth place guys do." You know like that's yeah, nothing compared to what, like the. Best they, the they, best they blow up
0: over it. I mean it, Get it, get, get it how, get it how you live. You feel me? Like, you, if that's if that's what, uh, that's what the world wants to see. That's what the world wants to see. You know, if you get you get big off of jumping across the street, hey, more power to you.
1: Have you ever? I'm like hitting you with rapid fire questions, so I appreciate you taking the time on this podcast. Uh, I was thinking you talk about how you train – high jump, long jump, and it's different muscle groups. One's going vertical, one's going horizontal. Has there ever been a moment where you're running down the runway on a long jump or getting ready to approach a high jump, and for some weird reason, your muscles or your brain think you're about to do the other event? And when you're going horizontal, your brain tells you to go a little more vertical than you should, or when you go in vertical, it tells you to go horizontal, like, where your brain just like – you're maybe coming off a long jump practice and you're approaching a high jump and like you go more into it because your body just thinks momentum. Has that ever happened where they kind of crossed in practice or in a competition?
0: Hold on one second. Sorry. My roommate was calling me. I had to tell him I was in an interview. (laughs) Uh, That was a problem for me earlier on in – competing just for the fact that my, I wasn't really used to doing both at such a high level. So there were times where I'd be in, in a competition and I'd be running down the runway and not necessarily my brain, but just body. I would load up too much and I'd go up and then right down.
1: So it'd be like, a, yeah. Instead of going, instead of going straight out. Yeah.
0: Instead of going straight out. I mean, granted, I, did, I was able to get some 20, 26 foot jumps out of going up and coming straight down but eventually you had to you, you got to switch it you feel me? you can't you can't just you can't jump up and hopefully land at the back of the pit like you have to move out and you have to get more technical but definitely was a problem I
1: struggled with in the very beginning so big goals coming up obviously try to win Olympic medal. You're still young in your career. Are you 21, 22? How old are you now? 22. 22. So typically, you know, jumping prime, 22 to 26, you could you could say. what Have you thought about where you think you can get to on, like, an all-time list? NCA is one thing, but then you have, you know, the U.S. lists all-time. What's, like, your – expectation or personal goals you have on where you think you can get to heights and, and wise with your PBs down the line.
0: Big goals. I want to try and challenge the world records. Uh, Goals that I feel like I could accomplish soon, hopefully within the next year or two would be the American record in high jump. I think I, I, I almost, had it at nc's i think 710 would have given me the american record if i'm not mistaken so that's something definitely i'm trying to get within the next year or two
1: do you think you could get the world record in both events
0: anything is possible i wholeheartedly believe any and everything is possible so i'm not gonna say i can't um Will it be easy? Jesus, no. This is gonna be that. That's that's gonna be something. I'm gonna have to have a great day. I'm gonna have to have a great day for both events. Cause what is it, like twenty nine feet and in eight feet? That is that is not that is not something that is easily achieved. But I definitely do think it's possible.
1: Yeah. So once you do that, then we get ready for this decathlon, right? You just <laughs> gotta do fourteen meters in the shot put, sub eleven in the hundred. I think you'd be fine. All yeah. right. Well. Javon, I do appreciate you taking the time to chat with us. Best of luck in Tokyo. Hopefully they don't kick you out too quick after the 48 hours. And most importantly, get some sleep Sunday after your high jump final because you got a long jump final at 10 in the morning, and you got to make sure you get well rested for that long jump final.
0: Yes, sir. Thank you, and thanks for having me. I appreciate it.